going on, everybody? And welcome into Forte Catholic. I am Taylor Stroll, and I'm joined today by the best beard of my co-hosts. I know Liv Harrison's a close second, but Bearded Blevins is here. Mr. Co-host extraordinaire. How are you, John? I'm good. I'm doing well. How are you? Well, d- dude, calm down, man. Too much energy that you're bringing right now. <laughs> I was about to roast Father Anthony. Like, Father Anthony's going to be more offended than Liv is at your joke about beards there. You know why that's true? Because Father Anthony listens and Liv doesn't. <laughs> Yikes, but I do. You do now, which makes me so proud of you. You you and Liv were the two worst co-hosts for so long. Not because of your actual co-hosting, but just you just never listened to the show. So you, you, were, you were worse to me, right? Not to the community. You're all beloved equally. You all have 25% of the love from the community apiece. <laughs> Just perfectly spread apart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, it might move by a percentile here, a percentile there, but you know, over time, it all evens out. But, uh, but in my heart, you, you, like my heart to you was like the Grinch on Christmas. Like mm-hmm. my heart grew three sizes the day that you were like, "Hey, I listened to one episode. That's all it needs, guys. That's all it needs. If you yeah. want me, if you want me to love you, all you have to do is listen to one podcast. <laughs> I'm only one week behind, which I'm impressed by. I need to take a little hour drive and I'm set. I'm so much more impressed with you than you are. And that's not usually the case. <laughs> mm, that's true. That is true. And thank you. Yeah. So uh, welcome in. This is Forte Catholic. And uh, the, did you whole... steal that? Did you steal that from, from Mrs. Ruby? Welcome in. Welcome in is a saying that I've never heard anyone said. say it my whole life until Ruby. And now I say it, you say it. No, like, it's because it's a thing people say, Jonathan. Mm. Agree to disagree. You have, here's the thing. Here's the thing. While we were talking like 10 seconds ago, like our our uh, our social media beef about how how bad your takes have been recently popped into my head and I said, "You know what? I'm just going to let it go because I'm trying to be a good person." And here you are with another bad take. <laughs> It's a, it's, this one is a good, true, and correct take, my friend. No, it's not. Everyone, welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome in. Welcome in to like sports announcers use it. People use it to my like at the house. Hey, welcome in. Nice to see you. Now, nah, welcome home. Welcome. Thanks for being here. Never heard welcome. Welcome in. home. You say that to like visitors? No, like well, my team does. <laughs> well, welcome in. Like no, welcome. I don't hear welcome in. Welcome back. That's what the broadcasters say. They never say welcome in. They say welcome back after the break. They say welcome in whenever you get there. No, they say welcome to the Fox broadcast. They don't say welcome in. YouTube it. Uh, you, you just lost all of my – I, I was going to uh, have NBC have ads on the show, and now they're not going to because you mentioned Fox. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> anyway, uh, good. I'm glad we could have this argument <laughs> that's completely pointless, like most of your takes. Well, uh, so you. welcome in, everybody. <laughs> welcome. So uh, both of us had pretty interesting weeks, and I think both of us had pretty relaxing weeks. Um, mine was relaxing because something was removed from my life. Yours was relaxing because seven years ago, something was added to your life. What did you do this week, Jonathan? Yeah, so you keep saying week, and that makes me angry because I had a ridiculously long, stressful week, but a beautifully relaxing weekend. All I see is what you like. You're so busy that I'm not messing with you, like personally, like our personal relationship. I only react or like I, I've only interacted with you this week through social media and like through your Twitch streams. So like I'm just another person 
in those oh, scenarios. You're, no, you're my buddy. Right? You're my buddy. No, no, not this week. Not when you're busy. Like I, I know my place. <laughs> I know my place. I'm not going to pester you. But here I I'll, am. I'm busy this week, and I'm here with you because I love you. And everyone's busy, dude. I hate the glorification of busy. But I'm it has not been a busy crazy at week. all. This is like <laughs> work. Ever since I started working for Forte Catholic, it's been the best thing in the world. Well, I ha- well my struggle this weekend, John, was on Saturday. I had to be. I'm so used to working seven days a week. So that on Saturday and Sunday, my big internal struggle was, hey, there's probably some things that I could do, but I'm not going to do them. And that was my internal struggle. And I didn't do those things. And boy, it was a mixed bag. I was going to say, do you feel better? Do you feel worse? I feel like it sounds great. Dude, like, so honestly, I felt terrible Saturday and Sunday, like not doing the things I need to do. I had to work a little bit on Sunday because I had something to do Sunday night, but like, I, I could have just done things ahead of time. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do those Monday. I, I worked yesterday. After after yesterday, I'm never working on the weekends again. Monday was so great. I got it all done by like 3 p.m. And all the stuff I could. I, I just relaxed over the weekend. It was great. That's amazing. That's amazing. I also relaxed over the weekend. Uh, it was my seven-year wedding anniversary. Jody and I have been married seven years now. It's crazy. We take turns each year surprising each other for an entire weekend. So this was actually our shortest trip because I had a lot of work to do with the new stuff I'm doing with Super Squares, which we can maybe talk about later. But um, so Friday morning until like Saturday afternoon was our anniversary weekend. It was her turn to plan. So I drove to Wisconsin where her and the kids were for, for the whole week because I had a lot to get done last week for my normal job and for the Super Squares stuff. So I was excited to see the kids and Jody for a little bit. And then we, uh, we left for our anniversary trip and she took me to like this just small town, Appleton, Wisconsin. Um, and we had this beautiful, like cool looking, like classy hotel. Uh, and we get there. It was, it was just, I was like, okay, what's that? We had this nice lunch before that. And I was like, all right, like, what are we doing? You know, like usually we're always doing something like we're going to go to a brewery tour or we're going to go uh, to a winery or to a distillery or to, uh, uh, these are all alcohol related. I know. I was about to say, <laughs> if we'll you do, like, hiking, out, I was about or to. we'll go to a beach. Hiking like, with a beer or yeah, we've, beaches we've done with cruises booze. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But it's usually just like, let's go do a bunch of fun stuff. And then like, maybe we'll relax later. But um, so we get to the hotel and I'm like, all right, like what's next? You know, like it's 2 or 3 PM. She's like, well, it's just a little bit of a walk, uh, but you don't need to like wear a coat or anything. So we walk downstairs into the hotel and she looks at me in the lobby and I was like, oh no. And there's a spa like in the hotel. And I was like, we're doing a spa, huh? I was like, great, Manny Petty. I love those. I don't get them enough. This is going to be fun. She's like, no, you've been so stressed lately. You've been working so hard for the family. I, I wanted us to do a couple's massage. And I was like, excuse me? It's the best. It's I was like, best. no, I literally walked best. out. I walked out. I was like, I'm not doing this, Jody. Like, she's like, John, please. Like, uh, like, don't make me feel bad. Like, I really think you need it. Like, trust me. It's not bad. I was like, no, I'm not getting naked in front of a stranger. And she's like, you're not naked. And I was like, there, that's new. I didn't know that. So, uh, I finally was like, John, just put like, whatever, suck it up. Um, and we went in and got the couple's massage and it was one of the coolest things ever. Of course it is. It was very relaxing. Of course it was. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? Jonathan, I, I here's the thing I didn't know, and you just revealed something to me that you shouldn't have. Uh-oh. Uh, and because you have revealed it to me before, but not in this timing. Massages are one of the greatest gifts that God 
our loving father has given us. Okay. They're tremendous. You and I have very similar body types. We're both very large and white and bearded and uh, should both be bald, but that's a whole nother thing. And, uh, you know, we're both trying to lose weight, but still have more to go. Is that is that a fair assessment? We're fairly similar yeah. physically? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I, so I know how your body feels most of the time because I live in something very similar. Uh, and massages... Very needed. It's very hard to be this large. <laughs> and like I've gotten like I'm I'm trying to not exaggerate. I've probably gotten 70 massages in my life. And here's the thing. I wow. can't imagine a man saying what you just said. You would rather have a mani or petty than a massage. What is wrong oh, with you? <laughs> listen, I'm just used to them. Okay. They're less invasive. I don't know how it works. I don't know. Listen, bro. I had just eaten lunch. Okay. I'm a gassy guy. I'm not trying to fart in the middle of this room. Like, you know what I mean? And then so many thoughts. Like I just wanted to ask them a million questions. What's the weirdest thing that's ever happened? Has someone farted in your face? Have you farted? Uh, have you ever hurt someone so much? They had to go to the hospital. Like all these, and like that was all I was thinking about while I was getting my massage. Um, but it was very nice. You just need to chill. You, I mean, like, I, I guess it's fine. Like, was this your first massage ever? Ever, ever. What? What have you been doing? <laughs> I, I, I'm a man. I don't need that, dude. Literally, I felt I, I like afterwards. It was very, it was very relaxing. Afterwards, it felt like nice. But then I was a little sore the next day. Yes, that's the point. Because you've been broken your whole life, and you've never let someone heal you <laughs> because so you're sore. Because you have like thirty two years of injuries in your body that you've never gotten worked on. <laughs> she did say she could tell that I was. She said you're very relaxed. Like she could tell I was comfortable. But she's like, I can tell you're very tense. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's my life. I'm telling you, we live in the same body. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm pretty thin everywhere except my gut, to be honest, brother. Yes, I know. I know we have the same body. <laughs> it was so it, it was fun. It was nice. But then after, we don't, we can go back to the massage if you want, because you can roast me all you want. But then afterwards, I was like, all right, what's next? And Jody was like, we're going to go upstairs and watch some of our Netflix shows uninterrupted by the kids. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that sounds amazing. And then we had like our food catered in. And then we watched more Netflix. And then she's like, you know what? We got a small dinner on purpose because it's nine o'clock. Let's go over to Sal's and get macaroni and cheese pizza. And I was like, yes. So we did that. <laughs> and then we made ourselves a little cocktail and then watched some more shows. I mean, it was. And then we woke up in the morning whenever we wanted. I'm pretty sure I slept 11 hours. And then we went to breakfast, had a cup of coffee, walked around the farmer's market, went to a nice brewery, went to lunch and headed home. It was so relaxing. Everything I needed. I've got. 18 lessons that anyone listening can take from this story, but I want you to share one before, because my, I, 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 I'm trying to decide how to approach this, John. I can do the like really nice lesson or the really mean lesson. We've already done one of those. So, so before I go, what, like, what, 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 what did you, what did you realize this weekend that you were missing other than a massage? Obviously. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, like Jody and I need more quality time. hundred percent. It's going to be hard to come by from now till February, if I'm being honest, but we have to make, make it a priority. You did. You did. And yeah. he, here's the thing. You and I, I think it was a couple to, a couple of your appearances ago, we talked about quality time with, with our wives and how I yelled at you for not spending quality time with your wife. And now you're doing it. And so I like that you had this realization without me. It's like, have you seen uh, my big fat Greek wedding? Uh, yeah. So where, so when, where next, I was, when next? When next? Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So it's like I have learned I learned from the women in that show how to manipulate my friends. 
So mm. uh, essentially, you remember the scene where it's like, oh, is that you how can- you got me on the podcast? Oh, keep going. Yes, for sure. I'm, I've manipulated everyone that I've ever met. Uh, so essentially, uh, I, I mean, I've got I've got a great smile and I'm and I'm happy and I have stunning blue eyes. So I get whatever I want in life, John. <laughs> They are beautiful. They're they beautiful. Are. Look at us. Oh my it's god! Unreal. They change color with whatever I'm wearing. It's it's tremendous. I mean, I I'm tremendous. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> so what was I saying? I got distracted by my own. Uh, big, my big fat Greek wedding. When next? Okay. Yes, uh, my big fat Greek wedding. So the women realized that they couldn't just tell like the men in their lives what they what to do because the men would 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 say say no, right? Yeah. But if they got him to believe that it was his idea. Then it would work, and that's essentially what I did with you, with uh, about spending quality time with your wife. I'm so proud of you. Thank you, thank you for teaching <laughs> me that life lesson, Grandpa Troll. You're welcome. No, 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 no. I'm the woman in this scenario, Grandma Troll. We've both been the woman in this scenario. <laughs> I'm the woman now by manipulating you, and you were the woman by wanting a Manny Petty. Okay, but here's the thing, real quick. So, okay, I went on my honeymoon. Joe didn't. I went to Aruba. It was all inclusive. It was the best week of my life. She's like, hey, where are we going to go next time? I'm like, Aruba. Why would we Why would we switch it up? It was perfect. She's like, it's not going to live up. I was like, yeah, I don't care. It was perfect. So now I had a massage. I loved it. I'm not getting another one unless I go back there and have the same masseuse. No, 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 no. Here's yep. the thing. John, nope. I, got, I have a masseuse. Thing. I have a barber. I have a masseuse. She's three hours away. Yeah, that's the problem. Here's well, the thing. So like, was this like... Was it a like uh, an individual person, like she was running her own business, or was it like a business of massage places and she was one of them? She was one of them, but I'm allowed to request. So here's the thing, John. Uh, your barber, you know, if you want to make it like your barber, wh- whenever I lived in, in my hometown, I had a personal masseuse. And I only went to her. She ran her own business. That's That's stepping up your game, John. There's someone near you. <laughs> that can completely change your life. Completely no. change your life. Like there are like the the personal massage therapist that I had, it was like she could have had a second life as like a torturer for the US Army. Like for terrorists when that they're trying to find horrible. It. Here's the thing though. You're like how you were just a little a little sore. There are parts of my like I I, I have I've scar tissue in both of my hamstrings because I've ripped both of them. They didn't heal properly. Like she could touch me in certain places in my hamstrings that would I I, I would I would give her all my money. Like I would it was, it was like torture. But the next day, John, I I could go run a marathon. Like it was the greatest thing in the world. It's called healing. Sometimes it takes some pain to get through some to get to some healing. Duh. Thank you for the lesson. You're welcome, my uh, Grandpa Stroll. I'm here all day. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, so, but you, so you, you celebrate this thing. My biggest thing is I always, it still freaks me out that you're so much older than me than, than I thought you were. And yet I've been married longer than you. Like I know more about marriage and I'm better at it because I've been doing it for longer. Do we have the same amount of kids? I don't know. How many kids do you have? Three. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mine are five, four and eight months. I'm 32. I turned 33 on Sunday. It's my birthday week. This coming Sunday? Yeah. That's good. I'm glad I didn't miss it. <laughs> yeah, I'll be streaming uh, over at Superscores for 12 straight hours. Happy birthday. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> birthday stream. I, I'm uh, Speaking of uh, birthdays that I missed, I missed our our, our, our friend and our co-host, uh, Allison Sullivan's birthday this past weekend. So I thought I missed both of yours. But here's the thing. I thought, hey, I need to text Allison. Hey, I need to call Allison. Hey, I need to text Allison. I, th- I had that thought 10 times in the day and I was just doing other stuff. And I was like, oh, I'll do it when mm. I'm done. Never did it. So the next day I was like, 
I thought of you 13 times yesterday. I didn't say happy birthday. So happy birthday. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, mine's Sunday. Don't forget. I will. So <laughs> you, uh, you you got to spend this this great time with your wife. So I like I just obvious lessons for people listening. One, get married to someone who will encourage you to do good things that you don't want to do. Like get massages. Like if you're looking for a spouse, find one that will help you get massages and get over your 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 dumb fears and help you become more of a man and not get a manicure and pedicure. That's yeah. that's the that's the primary lesson. But also like we don't realize sometimes that how, like how stressed we are until we take a day, two days to just relax. So both of us got to relax this weekend. I feel rejuvenated. John is a little less stressed than he was. I feel great. I feel Good. great. I'm proud of you. You also had a, a pretty cool experience. You told me, like, I, I do all the prep for the show. You people never do anything. But you were like, I've got a story today. And I haven't heard it yet. So you've got you've got some kind of miracle happened in your life. Why don't you tell me? Yeah. So I got to say, man, like, you always are. When we do the show, like, you almost always bring up faith first. Um, it's, I'm a director of evangelization. It's, it's actually my job to never bring it up. Oh, but you always do. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, but like, you know, I, COVID's been, we talked about our faith in COVID and prayer and all that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm still like having a hard time prioritizing Sundays with my family. Like mass is still kind of weird here in Illinois and, um, it's like half open, but not really. And we have a little baby. So it's just been weird. Um, and often I've been doing ministry for 12 years. And so, as you know, it's easy to just rely on yourself sometimes, you know, you're like, oh, I can go give this talk or I have this many connections. So someone will come through and speak at Theology on Tap. And so kind of doing that, it's just been kind of happening and God has worked through it in spite of myself. Um, and we're doing this new thing this year where every single Tuesday night, literally like the diocese is only letting us meet with parents and children in our, in our church, in our parish once a month in person. That's it. And so instead of like doing catechesis once a month uh, and having the catechists forget names or, you know, the kids not even remember who's in their class and stuff, we decided to do um, Tuesday nights, like kind of like XLTs, like adore, uh, uh, you know, adoration, praise and worship, a talk, right? And we're inviting the entire family. So every Tuesday, different grades and their parents will be invited to the church. Um, we're going to have uh, a talk, praise and worship, adoration silence, benediction. It's going to be beautiful. Right. And it's my idea to like really reach the parents. Like let's get, cause the parents are going to be able to come. And now we're going to finally be able to say like, Hey parents, like it's time for you to fall in love with Jesus and for you to take that next step. And then for you to join alpha and learn about the Catholic faith and all this kind of stuff. So I'm very excited about it. Problem. All of my connections for musicians. And I have many in this area can't do Tuesday nights. They all have their own thing. Uh, a lot of like our own music guy who's incredible has two choir practices that night. He can't rearrange because life's nuts with COVID. And so yesterday I sit down, our first one's tonight. I sit down yesterday morning and I'm like, well, we'll cancel tomorrow night's music. That That's fine. It's informational anyway. And we'll start these adorations and stuff, you know, like first week of October and I'm going to have to find musicians. But I sit down at my desk and I was just like, Lord, I am sorry for relying on myself. Can you please help me out here? Throw me a bone. We need to fill out. I need to fill like 60 sessions. Like I, like, I need help. And all of a sudden this notification pops up on Facebook and I see Craig Colson. Do you know Craig Colson, Taylor? I don't. Big musician, big Catholic guy, like, like grew up playing with Tom Booth and Matt Marr from Arizona. He just moved to Illinois. So I see the notification. I remember, oh, he moved to Illinois. I wonder how far he is. I give him a call. We catch up. Haven't talked to him in years. He's like, dude, I'm at this awesome new parish. We only have three masses a weekend that I have to do. I'm way used to more than that. Like I'm looking to do some more stuff with like adoration, life, TNX, LT kind of stuff. Uh, do you have anything going on? I was like, well, here's the thing. Every Tuesday we have this. So I explain it to him saying, don't overcommit. You know, you let me know if you can do one or two. He calls me back that night, later last night and goes, 
John, I can do almost all of them, but three all year long. I was like, are you kidding me? He's like, I can't wait. And looks like you need one tomorrow. Is that still true? I was like, wait, you can come t- tonight. And he's like, yeah, I'll be there. Let me know what I need. And I was like, oh my gosh. So we have not only a musician, but one of the literal best Catholic musicians leading worship for our entire essentially parish of religious ed, one through eighth grade, parish and school side all year long, all because I just threw up a Hail Mary and on a Monday morning. So God, once again, just, you know, punched me in the face and was like, rely on me, you idiot. Uh, and uh, it's been great. Well, I, I am happy for you. But if you're listening to the podcast, you just missed one of the greatest acting performances of all time. If you're watching on YouTube and you missed it, if you just happened to be looking at John throughout that whole conversation because he was talking the whole time, I, I, I wouldn't be upset at you. But if you watch me, it's the greatest acting performance of trying not to go ballistic. Because... Jonathan, you know who Not else yet. is a Catholic musician? <laughs> you. I, I am. I am. And yeah, I would have, you live I in would, Texas. I would love to do ministry with you, and you've never invited me to your parish. You live in Texas. It's COVID. We can't fly people out, dude. Yes, you can. I, I can go on planes. I was supposed to come visit you a month ago. Brother, you, our you would... <laughs> budget, we are, one of the, we are one of the wealthiest parishes in Illinois. Our budget has down by like 80% for spending this year. We're not flying anybody out. But here's the thing, John. I was already, I, I was already going. To, I was going to pay to come hang out with you. Like you don't think I'd come hang out with you and be like, oh yeah, I'll come do music too. Great, it's all you. <laughs> Fly out. We'll see you. You can live here for from December to May. <laughs> December to May. No, there's only three left. <laughs> You've given them all away. That's true. Uh, and you know what, John? To heck with you. I'm already booked tonight. I'm giving the talk at a youth ministry kickoff. Unbelievable. So to heck Unbelievable. With you. <laughs> Isn't that a cool story, though? It is a cool story. And it, it, it's so crazy how how uh, it's crazy how little of my prayers are answered. But whenever they're answered, it looks like that. Like, like yeah. it, it, it's it's unreal, man. Like, I, I've had stories like that. Like, I mean, that's essentially, you know, pe- people hate when I share this story because it's like, oh, every person that's ever given a vocations talk. And it's like, look, listen, listen, single people. I I just like John in this situation. I was relying on my own good looks and personality to find a bride and boy did that not work. And then finally I just gave up and I gave it to God and I said, "Look, I'll I'll do whatever you want. I'll be a priest if you want. I'll be married if you want. I'm just tired of fighting you because I fought him for a year." And a week later I met the woman who's now the mother of my children. Like it 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 happened, right? And here's the thing. Pe- people including myself get so frustrated hearing st- stories like that cuz it's not happening for them. Well, first of all, you need to learn how to act like you're happy for your friends like I was when John was sharing his miracle story. <laughs> <laughs> secondly, <laughs> secondly, uh so so little of our prayers seem like they're answered. Many of them are just in a way that we didn't think that they were, but uh, like that was one of the biggest times of prayer being answered in my life. Like, like direct prayer, direct answer. So guys, I've got like three of those in my life and I've been alive for 30 years. So stop yelling at me that you're still single. It's not my fault. <laughs> Keep yelling at Taylor. Don't yell at me. <laughs> All right. Well, good. We got a good segment out of this because essentially uh, we're yelling at each other. And by that, I mean, you're talking and I'm yelling at you. So um, I didn't get to share my story, but we need to take a break. Uh, So I'm going to share my story about what happened this week with me, my family and the tree people. Don't go anywhere. Jonathan. 
Jonathan, you mentioned it in the first segment that you have a new uh, new gig going on called Super Squares. Why don't you tell people about it and why that they should come and hang out with you? Why that they should come and hang out with you? Why that they should come and hang out with you? I messed up and I wanted everyone to hear it thrice. Thank you, Taylor. Super Squares is incredible. It's a live game show that matches up with live NFL games where you have a chance to win prizes for free. We pay millions. All you do is pay attention. It's a, a the game that you play while the game you watch takes a break. You download the Super Squares app. You get your random squares. It's kind of like squares at a party. If you don't know what that means, just Google it. Um, and then you, you have to answer questions about the game, pay attention, answer questions about advertisements in the first, second, third, and fourth quarter. And whoever gets the most points has a chance to win hundreds of thousands of dollars of prizes every single week. For more information, go to GetSuperSquares.com. I've played. It's a lot of fun. Go to that website that he just said. back to Fortnite Catholic. I am Taylor Schroll. That is Jonathan Bearded Blevins. If you are listening live, you missed uh, quite a first segment. You can always find the show uh, wherever you listen to podcasts or on YouTube. Just search Fortnite Catholic. If you want to see John strangely raising his eyebrows the entire time that I'm doing the introduction to segment two, youtube.com slash Catholic. We just hit 10,000 views on that, which is probably what John gets in like a day. But you know what? I'm proud of it. Good job, everyone. Uh, John, do you want to hear about how the tree people attacked my house this week? I'm very, I really am very intrigued. Okay, the, the tree people came in, in, a, in a swarm. They, they, kept, they kept leaving us messages that the tree people were going to show up. They kept not showing up. Apparently, they don't like rain. Uh, they, they, the rain scared the tree people away. It finally stopped raining. The tree people showed up. They took one of the trees, and it's like it was never there, and then it was all gone. Okay, so okay. Uh, we, we bought this house five years ago. And there was a tree right whenever we we bought the house that it went straight up and then about halfway through it like 45 degree angled it went completely over the house absolutely terrifying but uh john i work for the church and i don't have a lot of excess funds you know I, I, feeding my children and you know buying the house all of that was more important at the time than you know uh protecting them from a tree falling on their heads uh yeah. so it's very strange but the tree was fine. People looked at, like, the, the, the people that when we were buying the house were like, it's a strong, sturdy tree. It's not going to fall. Like, maybe branches, just like every now and then, get up on the roof, trim off some of the branches. It'll be fine. Okay. Uh, and then this year happened. So I've shared beforehand, like, 2020 and COVID added to my already most stressful year I've ever had in my entire life. Like... It, it, work was crazy. I was doing like three, four, five different jobs, depending on the month. Like it was just unreal. Like I, I was super stressed out. I would get home. Like I, it was one of those things that like, have you ever like had a season in your life that was so stressful that you look back at it and you don't have any specific memory. You're just like yeah. that nine months was rough. You know, like yep. that's essentially how like August, 2019 to like two months ago was for me. Like I, I have like three specific memories from that time. Like it was rough. And apparently during that time of stress and craziness, uh, sometime in the fall, the tree in my front yard died. And I don't okay. know if you know anything about trees because I sure don't. Uh, but apparently dead trees fall easier. Now that uh, that's, that's about as far as I could get. Yeah. yeah but my- how does one, how does one tell if a tree is dead? Well, here's the thing. Apparently over time, 
uh, bark starts to fall off, branches start to fall off, like the leaves don't grow. Like so, like I started noticing it in the spring when the leaves didn't come back, right? When the yep. leaves are on every other tree, I'm like, oh, that's strange. But that's the thing, John. The tree died in sometime in late fall, and I noticed it three weeks ago. <laughs> because Yikes. I was it's in my front yard. I drive by it every time I leave or come yeah, this home. This is on you. This is on you. So it was completely like completely dead and like could fall on my house at any time. Like and I had no idea. I was just completely oblivious. I, I'm I live so I, I like especially when I'm stressed out, I live so much in my head that I don't notice the things yeah. around me. Like I'll notice people. Like I'm still pretty good with people when I'm stressed uh, for the most part. But like f- physical things like doesn't exist like that stuff did not exist. Uh, so a guy comes and knocks on our house and he's like, hey, do you want me to cut that tree down? Like it's about to fall. And I look outside. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, how long has this thing been dead? <laughs> and he's like, by the look of it, like, you know, this is the first tree person that showed up at our house. He's like, by the look at it. I mean, it died like in the winter, maybe even fall. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Uh, but this guy had been cutting down a tree at my neighbor's house and it took him like six weeks and he's still doing it. And I'm like, it's one dude. Like I get it. He's, you know, trying to, you know, it's his job. Fine. But, uh, I was like, I can't deal with that. Like, I just, I just realized this thing, this thing could have fallen on my house at any time. I've got to get this taken care of now. So I look up, uh, tree people, uh, in go- on Google and I found some and I called them and they were like, yeah, we could come out. We'll come out today and look at it. And they came out and they were like, yeah, that thing needs to come down like now. And I was like, cool. And they gave me the quote. I said, okay. And they said, we'll be by in one to two weeks. I'm like, you just said it needs to come down now. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) So John, over the last two weeks, this thing that was threatening my family since the fall, I noticed three weeks ago and like realized the like seriousness of it two weeks ago and for the last two weeks i just had to live in fear like we just didn't hang out in the section of the house that the tree was hanging over just because we didn't want to be crushed to death right i want to see a picture okay uh, well you if you were a good friend of mine i've already posted videos on twitter and, and instagram and, and all the things um so the tree people come over they finally come over after we've been stressed out and John, like it worked out perfectly. A swarm of them showed up. <laughs> they they were they got here at nine o'clock in the morning, and I was awakened very abruptly by my wife, and she's like, "The tree people are here." And for two weeks, all we talked about at my house was the tree people. The tree people are coming. The tree people aren't coming. The tree people will be here tomorrow. Here, use this card to pay the tree people. Like tree people owned our household for the last two weeks. Yeah, and they finally came over. They cut down the tree, huge tree, big old Texas tree. I have a beard hair in my mouth. Uh, so they, they cut down the tree. It gets completely like they, they move it out to like, you know, like the curb. Right. And here's what's crazy. It worked out so perfectly. They did it on Monday morning. They came out at nine. They finished by like 11, 11, 15. The like big garbage truck that picks up brush came by at 1130. Literally the entire tree was gone by noon. <laughs> like all of the parts, everything. It's just like a, a, it's just like dirt on our front yard now. And this thing that has been threatening my family since fall that I saw two weeks ago is gone, John. Congratulations. I'm so happy. That is a little scary. It's also, you should have noticed that earlier, but I get it. Life's busy. And- it is. 
Also, like, why didn't you just do it yourself? What do you mean, do it myself? This did you not hear the story? The tree is leaning over my house. If Push I it the other up, way, I I don't. How am I supposed to do that? Like this? No, you're so dumb. Wait, okay. If it's over your house, you just it, go right here and just push it this way. John, it's a tree. It, it's it's wider than like eight of us combined. Show <laughs> me the picture. It's not on Twitter. I just scrolled. It's on Twitter. It's a video. I, I literally just scrolled back all the way to September 3rd. Didn't see it. No, did, John, it was yesterday. <laughs> I'm looking at I posted Can't a video yesterday. Oh, oh, I'm not on Forte. No, it's me. I'm so sorry that I follow you on all of your social medias. Forte oh, Catholic, Taylor Stroll. There's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> but they're on different platforms. There's the house update. I see it. You're the worst. Okay. That is not bigger than eight of us combined. It was, uh, uh, you didn't see it. How would oh, you know? Oh, there it is. Okay. That's pretty thick. It's a pretty thick tree. Okay. That's amazing. Um, have you ever had a problem that you didn't notice that had to be pointed out to you later? Never. Never? Not once? I'm completely self-aware. Um, no, you're not at all. We <laughs> talked about that in the last segment. <laughs> uh, th- so many. I've had so many. Like the first one for me was, uh, I, 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 uh, Speaking of last second, I went and led worship at this huge conference, fifteen hundred people, my first big conference that I ever did, and I like I'm on top of the world, John. Like especially in like my like we talked about this last week. Like you can get a little prideful when things go well in ministry, and it was my first big one. I was like nineteen, leading worship for this huge conference, and I am feeling on top of the world. My my girlfriend is there, the person who's now my wife. My my mom and my sisters drove up. Like some of the kids from my home youth group drove up. Like it was a big deal. And I so I'm on top of the world, and I see pictures. And we t- we had we had like uh, somebody made us shirts for like after the conference yeah. that like had our names on it like for all like the band and the speakers and stuff like had our names on it we all matched and we took a picture like from behind to show all of our names that's the moment that I realized that I was bald. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> no one told Yikes. me. I had never <laughs> seen the back of my head. You can't see the back of your head in the mirror uh, right. when you're Mulan and looking in the water and you're trying to figure out who this girl is staring at me, uh, staring straight back at me. Like, there's no way to tell that you're balding. And I went from the moment of just, man, I am the coolest person alive to, oh my goodness, I've looked like this for. God knows how long, yeah. and no one told me. I'm so less cool than I thought I was. Yeah, that's big. That's big. It was rough. It was rough. Uh, nothing like that for you, huh? You're perfect. Yeah. I mean, I one time used the words pitch a tent during a talk when I was talking about Jesus and, and, and the disciples, or the apostles wanting to stay there at uh-huh. the transfiguration um, with middle schoolers, but the middle schoolers didn't notice. Only Joel Saponic did. And at the end, him and my wife came up to me and they're like, you know, you said that, right? And I was like, yeah, what does that mean? And they're like, it means not what you think it means. And I was like, oh, no, yeah. but like no one like really caught it if other people would have. But no, bro, I my, am pretty aware of my failings really quickly. <laughs> my job in life, like my job in the ministry world is to do what Joel did for you. It's to, like I am just worldly enough uh, to know when Catholics are saying dumb things. And it's my job in life to help coach my friends. <laughs> but isn't that funny? Saying, That's like the only time I've ever done it because I'm pretty aware of that stuff too. It's but that, not, I was here, not aware of that here's one. Here's how I know you lack self-awareness, John. 
Bring it. Y- Bring you it. Think, you think that's the only time you lack self-awareness? <laughs> I'm open. I'm, a, I'm an open book, brother. Boy, boy. Wow. Uh, here's, here's the thing, John. Self-awareness for you right now is the dead tree that was in my front yard for nine months. <laughs> It's so I'm there, just gonna buddy. push it over. I'm just gonna push it over, dude. <laughs> no, the tree people can either come and save you as well. <laughs> I keep picturing tree people, like I know, literal I know. people living in the trees. I know that was the point. That's why I said it. I like it. I did. Um, but yeah, man, like it, it was just it was this whole this whole ordeal that I just uh, it just stressed me out. And like, what's crazy is like it was I I was stressed out, so I didn't see it. And then I saw it and it stressed me out. Right. Mm. And like, because at the time I was like, like it was right around the same time that my car broke down. It's like, I don't have $800 to give to these tree people. Like I just don't, but like it, like, but, but for like the safety of my family, I need to do it. And like, you know, you, you shared like miracle things coming through, like some financial things came through just like the perfect timing for me to be able to pay the tree people, uh, which is the coolest thing I've ever said. Like, Money came through so that I could uh, give it to the tree people. Sounds like the tree people are the mafia. <laughs> did the money come through twitch.tv forward slash Forte Cat? It didn't. Tier it didn't. three sub? Okay. Uh, no, it didn't. Uh, it came through in the form of a personal loan at a lower APR rate than the the uh, other loans that I had. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> All right. Um, so speaking of tree people. Are you ready to talk about aliens? We're just going oh. off. We're going full crazy. What are we talking about today? Did you see that report in Venus? Is that why you're bringing this up? I didn't. Please share. Oh, well, yesterday, number one trending in the world was that Venus had found some some particle that is uh, usually only found in, er- in Earth because of life. And they found it in the Venus clouds. Um, so, uh, you know, which is always funny. As a Catholic, I'm just like, oh, okay. The, a little particle is a sign of life. What about a baby in the womb? I digress. But uh, but Get him. <laughs> it's just nuts to me for real. But yeah, I was like, so I thought that's why you want to talk about aliens today. They think that there's actually potentially life on Venus. Now life, according to these scientists could literally be bacteria. Um, but interesting. So what do you want to talk about? Aliens. I love it. Okay. So, uh, God came to die for us, right, John? Yeah. Y- you've heard this story. <laughs> I'm vaguely familiar. Number one trending story for the last 2000 years. (laughs) Amazing. I know that you had to cough, but you just pulled a father Anthony and turned off your mic to laugh, which is the most annoying thing ever. It was both. It was a cough. I say something funny. And then like my co-host doesn't like, it sounds like my co-host isn't laughing. I can see you laughing, but the audience didn't. So it makes me look like I'm completely not funny. I don't want to cough over your podcast. (laughs) Well, thank you. Okay. So God came to die for us. We, we, we've realized this. Um, so if there is life and uh, you keep raising your eyebrows, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I'm just you, having fun with you, dude. So if there is life. Maybe it's because your muscles are loose because of the massage. It, pay <laughs> attention, Taylor. If I, there is life. You're specifically trying to throw me off and then you tell me <laughs> to pay attention. So uh, Pope Francis said a few years ago that if there was alien life, somebody asked him, would we baptize them? Do you remember what his answer was? Uh, I actually don't. I remember the story. I don't remember what his answer his was. His answer was yes. He, he said that if uh, uh, this wasn't him, like this is, this is just, uh, it's not like the papal infallibility or whatever. This is this just was, a plane ride. Yeah. 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 Just a plane ride. Right. So, but it was interesting. And I've like, honestly, I've been thinking about it, like not all the time, but like 
for the last uh, you know like three four years since he said it, uh, the tree people have been whispering in my ears to constantly remind me to think about the aliens. So, if there is other life, like like not the bacteria like you were talking about, like but if there's yeah. no, another sentient being. I have so many questions because God would have, if, if there is sentient life, that means God created them. We, we, we all agree on that. That means that he would have created them also without original sin, like he created us. Right. And that means they would have had the choice, but if they sinned, I was just, there's so many options for what God would do. If aliens sinned, Jesus's death was for humans, was for us, mm-hmm. which made me even question the baptism thing. Cause it's like, how are we baptizing them? Because like, I have so many thoughts and I feel like a crazy person because I know that I am. But if the aliens sin, it means that they would need a savior too. Mm-hmm. So here's, here's God's choice. I, in, in my head, the timeline is we were first because okay. I, uh, I'm a good earth person. Uh, but if if the, if we were first and we did the original sin and then Jesus came and then we all just piled on our sins do you think god was like you think he's like we're going to try this again and do the same exact thing like no original sin they mess up he sends a savior possibly named Jesus he would probably look like those sentient beings his name would probably be Todd or something you know like just enough different from like regular names like no one else is named jesus like it's a pretty like specific name like would he like and 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 then like okay then there's another universe and another universe with life like at what point would god just be like i'm done dying for this sentient being number 18 i'm just gonna wave my magic wand and their sins are gone you know like this is where my mind has been as the tree people worked on my house what do you think about all this I think that's first of all hilarious. I love that we both go through these crazy rabbit holes <laughs> in our minds. Um, but I, I, we have to assume that God works lot within logic, within the confines of logic. And so, I, I, to say that like not, he tried again somewhere else, they messed up, sent someone else, like that would make it seem like the whole thing was a test and not a relationship of love. So I, I don't think that's possible. I do think though that it is possible that there is there are aliens out there. Um, sentient beings not yeah like like you're saying um the question is what's their nature like if it are they are they still human nature like or is it like this you know signs movie where they you know they're like ghosts and can run through walls and can you know swallow cars uh like so if they are human nature then then yeah like theologically i think absolutely if they're made in the image likeness of god they're and they're human of nature in some way i think that that's fine that that god, that jesus's death would count for them but if their nature is something that's out like otherworldly then we would just have to say it's possible it's literally another world john that's i knew but you know what i mean other <laughs> other species, I'm, I'm not a scientist okay uh, but it would it would like it would it would i talked to father harrison a little bit about this once uh it would require a different thinking of what the incarnation meant if Jesus were to save them. Um, so my fi- my like hypothesis is that there are aliens probably somewhere out there. They're probably, um, they probably are of human nature uh, in some way and therefore share in the incarnation of Jesus and therefore Jesus's death counts for them as well. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and say, I don't think there are aliens out there that do not have human nature. And that if 
they didn't, we would have to rethink the incarnation if Jesus saves them. I completely disagree with you. I think that there are signs like aliens and <laughs> they're so different from us that uh, God created them. And obviously they did bad. Like we saw that in the documentary signs, like they did some bad things and, <laughs> <laughs> and they did these bad things. So obviously they sinned, which means that they meant a savior. So Jesus who, who like is, is the second person of the Trinity. And like, yes, he has, now he has the form of of a man like he looks like one of us because he came down and his name was Jesus and he was a real person that walked on our earth 2000 years ago but i think he can shape shift and become todd <laughs> the savior of the signs people but you're actually agreeing with me though then because that would require us to rethink the incarnation it, to rethink the incarnation yeah. yes but i don't think i don't think jesus's death as a human being on this earth counts for the signs people i think he has to do it for them too <laughs> no, no. If it's if they're if you're saying that we can rethink the incarnation and that his he can transform into them, the incarnation then changes a little bit and they can be saved by his but death. He, but if he he didn't he didn't die as he wasn't on the cross as a signs alien. He was on the cross as a human being. So I think he would have to be a signs alien and go there. And here's the thing. Here's what's most fascinating to me about this. <laughs> if if we are like because we are 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 followers of Jesus, the second person of the Trinity, the one true God, but if 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 he is on if he is on the planet of the signs aliens and his name is Todd, here we are, me and you, hanging out in heaven after our many many years in purgatory, and we get there, and there are the signs aliens, and we're both looking at Jesus. Like who who are we going to see? Are we just going to magically see the race that we are? Is in the human race or the signs race? Or is he going to be able to flip back and forth? Like it's it's all fascinating to me. And none of this means anything, but it's it's how my brain works and I just wanted to share it with the world. I am glad you shared it with me. Tree people and, and aliens. <laughs> Tree people and aliens. If you would have asked me when I started this show almost four years ago, if I would do a segment on tree people and aliens, I would have told you to put me in a padded room. Oh, wait, I already am. That's our segment. We'll be right back. Don't go in. John Forte Catholic is now a 501c3 nonprofit, which means that I have I was able to go, go and do this full time. So if the show is not better, it's completely my fault. I think it's gotten better. I know that I'm feeling a lot better. Uh, we've got a lot of cool things going on. We're doing our own show. I'm helping produce other people's shows. I've got 14 now, Jonathan, 14 other shows that I'm producing. And I will now be the producer of one, if not two audiobooks that's in the works as well. I'm having so much fun helping people create their content and uh, really trying to help other people uh, uh, to, to help build other people up as well. If you want to support the show or any of the work that Forte Catholic is doing and also help feed my children since I just gave a lot of money to the tree people, go to ForteCatholic.com slash donate to give today. Thanks a lot. Do it. Welcome back to Forte Catholic. John is doing everything he can to throw me off today, and it is slightly working. Boy, oh boy. Uh, John, Jesus is a, is a friend of mine. Have you heard this song? Jesus is a friend of mine. I have a friend in Jesus. Okay, uh, he, so he's, he's a friendly guy, seen as a nice guy, except for the Pharisees. We all know that some of his best lines. If you're, if you're in a verbal argument, 
just go study the scriptures and and read all the things that Jesus said to the Pharisees and use those against your friends. Like, woe to you, Taylor! <laughs> exactly, you brood of vipers, you whitewashed tubes. Like that's how I that's how I mean to my friends, but they can't get mad at me because I'm quoting Jesus to them. So uh, I really I'm sharing the the word of God with them. So, uh, John, do you think Jesus being all good and perfect and holy? And, and just like literally the embodiment of everything good. Do you think he ever hurt anybody's feelings? Yeah. Who? I mean, a lot of people. He hurt people's feelings in the temple when he flipped a table. Uh, he probably hurt feelings by calling out sins when he would call out the, the sins of the people. Uh, he probably hurt. Well, am I supposed to give away the answer? <laughs> <laughs> I, I did mean, send John notes, but it's a thing that Peter, we don't often... He hurt Peter's feelings a lot. He, did, he, <laughs> he called him Satan. Satan. He called him you Satan. Know? Another great thing to say to your friends whenever you're in an argument. Yeah, I mean, you're like literally, Peter Peter is just days away from, from being ready to give his life for the Lord. And Jesus looks at him and says, uh, unless you let me wash your feet, you'll have no inheritance of me. It's like, it's okay, <laughs> calm down. Like if I, if I went to like your house, right? And, and, and just hang out with your family and your dad just like, we're just hanging out and he just looks at you and he's just like, Taylor, one more joke like that. And your inheritance is gone. I'd be like, Oh my gosh, this guy, <laughs> Jesus, calm down <laughs> is what we would say. But so yeah, for Peter, it was actually perfect because he was actually talking to Jesus and therefore not taking the Lord's name in vain. So like most of the, other than Peter, <laughs> who he literally founded a church upon, it was mostly his enemies, but I'm here to tell you, that uh, I relate with a whole new group of people in the scriptures. Uh, I am one of Jesus's friends. I don't consider myself one of Jesus's closest friends. I have a lot of friends in my life that are much closer to Jesus than I am. Uh, Not you. I was definitely not thinking of you. Uh, But so there's Peter, James, and John, and they are the close ones to Jesus. And I I was reading the story a couple weeks ago, and I was just like, how disappointed and like how how much of the disciples' feelings must have been hurt? The, the other nine literally gave up their entire lives to follow Jesus, and yet Peter, James, and John got to see all the really cool stuff. It's like they paid extra. You know, like Mulan came out last week, and you had to not only did you have to have Disney Plus, but you had to pay thirty dollars on top of that. Like yeah. Peter, James, and John paid that thirty dollars. Everybody else just had the regular subscription. So like. They, they didn't get all the cool stuff. They didn't get the transfiguration. They didn't get all this other special stuff. And I, I would just be so upset. It's like, like I, I, I connect with that. It's like, Jesus, I've given up my life to follow you. And yet I don't get all the cool stuff. And these people get all the cool stuff. Like, what's wrong? What's going on, man? My feelings are hurt. Yeah. But like with what is that? What's that quote with great? What is it with great trust? With great something comes great responsibility. What's that quote? Are you serious or are you being facetious? <laughs> I'm being facetious. <laughs> if you're being serious, I'm going to fly to your house, lead <laughs> worship for your parish, and then I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> With great power. Don't type it. Oh my That's gosh. You're not a man. You don't know that quote. You want a Manny Petty. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Oh, with great power comes great. I didn't type anything, dude. <laughs> uh, everyone on YouTube knows that you are alive. But seriously, like, I get it. I hear what you're saying. You're not wrong because I had to talk about it. But with, yeah, I mean, like, dude, I'm, I'm, I probably would be one of the three. 
but I'd rather no, you wouldn't. You're but I'd rather than not Judas be. than Peter. <laughs> no, I'd rather be like the guy in the back who's just like, ah, they're gonna have a lot of responsibility after this that I don't have to have. No, but here's the thing though, uh, John was one of the three that was with him as the only one that didn't die a bloody martyr's death. Like Matthias didn't get the cool stuff and still got murdered. <laughs> I'm kind of a mama's boy. I always saw myself more as John. Yeah. Yeah. Mama's boy explains just about everything from this episode. Thank so. you. <laughs> but he- here's the thing. I was all frustrated about this. And then I was like, okay, here's the, here's the, uh, the kind of takeaway that I had. I was like, I, I, I want to be close to Jesus too. I, I I want to be a disciple. I want to be better. I'm not better, but I want to, and I want to want to, you know, like I, I want to be closer to Jesus uh, just like his disciples were. But those other nine people like had to hear about the really cool stuff from their friends and, and their faith was still built up by those things. Like people who weren't there, like John wrote a gospel. He was there. But like some of the other gospel writers weren't at those moments and they got to talk about those moments because they heard them from friends. They got the experience from friends. They still got the, they still got the like benefits of it. And it's like, that's essentially all of our lives as a Christian. We don't get to experience Jesus as a human person. Yes, we get to experience in body, blood, soul, and divinity and the Eucharist, but he doesn't get to talk to us like you and I are talking to each other. Now, we get to hear that from other people, like the the people uh, who were followers before us, like our, our great saints and our theologians and all, you know, the, the, the church as a whole. But also we get to hear about him from like other people in our lives, like our friends who are holier than us. And again, not thinking of you, uh, but, <laughs> but like I've grown so much by just having holy people around me. And what's crazy is that like, yeah, there's some times where I get jealous of like people's encounters with God and how close they are to God or like not really their encounters with God. I really am happy with them. But when it's when their like encounters with God are like, they, they get 18 to my one, you know, like they're just much more yeah. frequent and I get jealous or I, I, I was like, come on, Jesus. Like what's wrong with me? You're but sick of your encounters being ratioed. Exactly. I am ratioed just like most of my tweets. <laughs> You know, I had the happiest Twitter ratio the other day. I, I got ratioed, but it was the happiest thing. I tweeted out, hello. That's all I tweeted out at like 10 o'clock at night. And like 30 people responded. And like we had conversations. It was like the most interactions in comments I've ever gotten on a tweet because I'm not super famous like Jonathan Bearded Blevins. But uh, I got ratioed and it was the happiest moment in my Twitter career. That's amazing. All right, so what do you think about everything that I said about being uh, offended that uh, Jesus doesn't talk to you and he talks no, to other people? No, I think I think what you said was beautiful. Uh, yeah, we should we should be thankful for the encounters that we have and for the encounters that others share with us and for the Bible that you've now mentioned like four times today. But you've been calling it the scriptures, which I really like. Uh, I, I, I was born Jewish. <laughs> perfect, perfect. <laughs> but no, for real, I love it. I love uh, that's that's awesome. All right, one minute. I've got a funny story to share. Have you ever left a kid in timeout and forgot about them? No, I have not done that. <laughs> so uh, two of my kids got in trouble. My son hit my baby daughter, so he got yelled at and then put in timeout. The other daughter just made a mistake. It was an accident, but it was still a big deal. Not, I mean, not a big deal, but still a deal. So I sent them both to timeout. I went and watched an episode of Avatar, completely forgot about them. I went and got my son out. The one that I was actually mad at. I wasn't actually mad at my daughter. I went and got my son out. I was after like 
three fourths of an episode of Avatar. So like sixteen minutes. He sat on the on the uh, the floor of the bathroom. I go get him. I feel so bad. I apologize. I tweet about it. I'm like, has anybody else done this? Everybody's like, yeah, we have. And then 30 minutes later, my son comes in and says, are you going to get Maggie out of timeout? I completely forgot about her. I went in and profusely apologized. She was perfectly fine. She was playing with toys and stuff in her bed. But uh, a friend of mine responded and said, that's what his fear of purgatory is. So he's going to go to purgatory and God's going to forget about him. But God is a much better father than I am. I'm Taylor Stroll. That's Jonathan Bearded Blevins. This is Forte Catholic. I'll be back next week. Say it. Do you or anyone you love have a problem with the trees in your yes. front yard? Uh, then you need to call 1-800-TREE-PEOPLE or visit www.treepeople.net because the trees are a network and they live in the trees. They will arrive from the tree itself and they will cut down their own home in order to protect your home. Again, that is 1-800-TREE-PEOPLE or www.treepeople.net. If you use the code FORTE15, you'll get 12% off your next order because they don't understand percentages because they're tree people. Bye, John. <laughs> I was going to make a tree people noise, but I didn't know what those sounds. I was going to be like, ah! and that's the end of the show. Bye, everybody.